Welcome to today's session of the Not By Minds Nor By Power Conference of 2023. It's our annual year conference and I'm excited once again to be here for this amazing day and amazing time. And as you can see, uh, we've changed locations once again. Um, it's a blessing to be here and I'm very glad for the opportunity to have the people that I have today to make this service possible. Hallelujah. A big thank you to the Love Arena Tech team for making all of these things possible. You are a blessing and I believe that as you are continuing to do the things of the Lord, you shall be immensely changed, blessed and transformed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Alright, let us pray very shortly. Father, Lord, thank you for the opportunity to be here at this moment in time. Your name is great and worthy to be praised. There is none like you and there is none compared to you. Who is like unto thee, O God, among the gods who is like unto thee? This is why we appreciate you, we worship you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ our Lord, the Son of the living God. Amen. God bless you. May be seated wherever you are. So yesterday I was talking to you about the reason why we had um, or why we are having this conference. And I defined you um, showing you the name of the conference, why it's possible or why it's there. And I use myself as an example for this conference time. Hallelujah. So how many are excited to be here to listen to part two? Of what I was preaching about yesterday. You know, yesterday a lot were impacted, as we were saying today, before beginning the program. A lot, a lot of people were impacted, and I believe that as at this moment in time, as we are coming, today is another day for impact. How many believe that today is also another day for impact? Amen. So I'm very positive today that we are going to be blessed at this moment in time. Praise God. So I'm very thankful for the opportunity once again. God bless you, everyone, for joining day two. God bless you for supporting. God bless you for sponsoring. And your, your participation, even in this conference, serves as a huge thank you. So God bless you very much. And I would like to specially congratulate you on making it here at this moment in time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Alright, so we are going to move on to why we are here and I'm going to continue. Yesterday I was speaking to you on um, a short topic concerning um, this not by might nor by power conference. Hallelujah. How many are ready to hear the, the reason or the purpose of this conference? You know, it's a very powerful thing. When, in fact, when you take this thing into Christ embassy, you are giving, you are giving a whole different meaning. It may seem as we are seeing it as something simple here. Do you understand? But it's something really, really great, and it's amazing. Do you get it? Yes. So I'm very glad for the opportunity to be here at this moment in time. God bless everyone who has made it a fact or a point to be here. You are appreciated wherever you are, and. Um, God bless you, tech team, for making this possible, for making the visuals and everything possible. Indeed, I'm personally, I've been a tech team member before. I've been a tech team member before, and 
honestly, the work isn't as easy as it looks. Do you understand? But um, it is by the grace and the mercies of God. That's why we are able to do it. So I want to thank you all, especially for having the ability and the participation to do it. It's always a blessing to have you in the presence of God. And especially for you to help with the visuals and everything. I believe that your life is as blessed as mine. Because personally, when you go in other churches, I'm a team member there. But when I come to my church, I'm a pastor here and someone is also helping me. Hallelujah. So you have to appreciate the people that help you. Okay, let's move on to why we are here today for the Not By Might, Not By Power conference. So yesterday, I was talking to you basically about some of the things why I think Christianity is a very important factor in life. Hallelujah. So let's open to the book of Zechariah. Chapter 4 and the verse number 6. Zechariah chapter 4 and the verse number 6. We are going to read it very shortly. And I believe that we'll be blessed as we do that in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you ready to delve into the scriptures? Praise the living God. Alright, Zechariah 4 and the verse number 6. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, seeth the Lord of hosts. So this scripture, in particular, as we are having here at this moment in time, tells us a lot about the type of people that Zechariah, that the Lord spoke to Zechariah about. It means that these type of people were the people who thought that it was by their might and their power. As I told you yesterday that I tried to do the same. And if I failed, so will you. Do, you. do you understand what I'm saying? It is not a case, but it is basically facts as to what is meant to happen. When you do not include the Lord in your plans and you do not include the Lord in what you are doing, basically what, that's what's bound to happen. What will happen is that things won't work out as you plan them to be. So although you are working, it's not really giving like a fruitful outcome. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that is basically it. So, this actually, this scripture describes what type of people were in Zerubbabel that the Lord was telling them, not by might, nor by power, but it is by our spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Now, this spirit that he was saying, by my spirit, the Lord was actually referring to himself. So, that scripture also goes to you, it is by your spirit, because the spirit of the Lord is in you today. Do you understand? So it is not by your minds, it is not by your power, but it is by the spirit that you have in you that Jesus Christ gave unto all of us. Listen, 
I wish we were having midweek service this week. I would have given you a very special announcement, but I think I'll have to give it on Thursday, either Thursday or Friday at prayer meeting. Listen, it's very important to receive the Spirit of God. So today we are talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. We are talking about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. How many are ready to talk about that? Hallelujah. So let's go on a short break. We'll be right back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, so this should tell us the type of people that the Lord was referring to. To Zechariah. That it's not by their might and not by their power, but it is by the Spirit. You see, in the Old Testament, they didn't have the qualities or they didn't have the things that we had today. We have a lot today as New Testament people. Those who believe in Jesus Christ, we have a lot than what they had in the Old Testament. That is why I say that due to what Christ has done by dying and resurrecting and ascending, what he has done has actually brought a new mandate or changed us. So it has changed the way we act, it has changed the way we do our things. It has just transformed everything at a, at a goal. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. It has just transformed everything. Yes. It has transformed everything. So that's why I say that because of the, this resurrection, I told you this on um, Resurrection Sunday, and I will continue to refer to it because it is of great importance. One of the things that I told you on Resurrection Sunday is that if you if Jesus Christ died and resurrected then it means that there was a new mandate given to people to do or to bring about praise the Lord there was a new mandate given to people hallelujah and that is what we are fulfilling today as Matthew 28 in the verse number 19 when you come into this church, that's one of the theme scriptures that you have to keep in your head. Matthew 28, 19. It doesn't say for God to love the world. That's John 3, 16. Matthew 28, 19 says, Go ye all into the world and preach the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe um, the continuation. But I only have... The 28 verse 9 in my head because that is where the mandate actually starts from. The continuation is like you know the aftermath of it all. Do you understand? Yes. So one thing we need to understand in this moment in time or in this season is the fact that we have a mandate. This mandate was not given to the people when jesus christ died or they were not it wasn't given to the people during the old testament it wasn't given to them back then it was given to us today to fulfill 
And that's why you see that many of the ministers that we have today actually are forming up churches. They don't want to be under people anymore because they've realized that everyone has a mandate. You can be under someone who you can start your own church. But then again, it is by the words. Let's go to Matthew 28 and the verse number 19. And let me show you why it is important to receive the Spirit when you come into Christianity. Are you there? Matthew 28, verse 19. Matthew 28, verse 19. Matthew chapter 28 and the verse number 19. Matthew chapter 28 and the verse number 19. It says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. The next verse, which I believe is the last one or last verse or so. It says, Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Yes. So this was what God gave us to do. As Christians, he said we should go all into the world teaching them the goodness of the Lord, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So it means that the first thing that you require to be a Christian or to be a believer of Jesus Christ is the what? Is the Spirit. So after you talk to them, you have to make sure that they receive the Holy Spirit. So, it's, I'm getting somewhere as to why the Lord told Zechariah to tell the people of Zerubbabel that it is not by might or by power, but it is by the Spirit of God. Because it was like he studied them for a while. In fact, he knew them. He didn't even have to study them to know the type of people they were. He just knew them that always they are doing things by their mind. They thought that they could do it with their mind and their power. And I gave you a typical example of that yesterday that I tried to do that. That was trying to use my mind to get things. But it didn't amount to anything. It didn't work. It didn't go anywhere. It didn't send me anywhere. I had to, at the end of the day, come to my senses and realize that that is not the solution. You understand what I'm saying? I had to come to my senses at the end of the day and realize that that wasn't the, that was not the solution to what I was looking for. But the solution was rather God. The solution was rather God. So, don't make the mistake that I made. Don't make the mistake that I made. It's too much. There's no space that I can't. So, that is it. One thing you need to understand is that when you try to do things with your mind, you don't improve situations, you worsen them. Because everything that you end up doing with your mind, at the end of the day, is something materialistic. 
it is not worthy of the Lord. So it's something materialistic. It can break. That is why we should not do things by our minds. And we should leave them to God to do for us. Because that is why He's our Father. There's no other reason for Him being our Father and Son. There's no reason. There's no other reason. The only reason why He's there is to help us along the way. For us to request from Him. To ask and seek. That is why he is there. He is not there for Johnny Wrights. He is not there so that you can just call his name and say, I have a great God. No! He is not looking for that. If he wants all the glory and all the praise, he can get that in heaven. He has angels that sing for him. He, he, he doesn't need it. He has everlasting things in heaven. He has everlasting things in heaven. So, he doesn't need it. But one thing he needs you to know is that the reason why he's in your life today, the reason why he's present in your life today is simple. And that is of one reason, which means that he is there just so that he can guide you and then protect you along the way. Are you there? So that you can request from him and tell him what you actually want. What, what do you want to see? You ask him and he shall give you. Yes. Praise the Lord. I told you I tried to do things by my might and by my power. And I told you that it did not avail to any positive thing. It did not take me anywhere. And you ask me why, and I'll tell you it's because your might and your power that you have on this earth is materialistic. It does not work in any way. It does not work in any way. So one of the things that I want you to notice is that never ever use your mind to do anything. Never use your mind to do anything. Never use your mind to do anything. Never use your mind to do anything. Praise the Lord. Never use your mind to do anything. Rather let the Lord use his powerful hand to fix your situations. Praise the Lord. Let the Lord use his powerful hand to fix your situations. At times, we need... I was listening to one of my senior pastors. And he was preaching about the rest of God. And I feel like it's a very important topic to talk about today. Because at times, most of us, we need the rest of God in our life. Learn to rest. Learn to take a break. That's why it says not by might and not by power. Because all those things have an expiration date. They are not eternal. They are not everlasting. They all have an expiration date. So the sooner you get to leave things to God for Him to do for you, the better for you actually. Praise the Lord. So let these things be 
as a teaching to you. Learn from it. Learn from it. Learn from it. Praise the Lord. Learn from it. So, back to what I was saying. Now, when you are using, let me explain the, uh, the word, might. With might, um, it's like force. With might, it means force. Like you are forcing something to go into a certain place. And with power, it's like a special dedicated authority that they've given to you to exercise. Hallelujah. It's like a special authority that they've given to you to exercise. Now, I'm sure, I hope you know that um, that special authority, you have it already. And I told you that is spiritual authority. You pray to put things into place. I've said this countless times. Okay. So might is a force. Power is an authority given to you to do something. And the spirit is something that is in us, that goes in us. That immediately it goes out of us. We are the shell. So it means that what you are seeing here today is a shell. If I should die, God forbid, my spirit will depart. Then it will be left with the body there. So what becomes of the body actually depends on my family members. But what becomes of the spirit actually depends on God. That is, that is why he wants you to invest in the spirit. That is why he wants you to invest in the spirit. It's far, far better. I'll tell you that. It's far, far better to invest yourself in the things of the spirit than any other thing. It's far, to, it's far better to invest yourself in the things of the spirit than any other thing. Because one of the things I've discovered in life is that the more you invest yourself in God, the more gracious your life becomes. And the more you do that, the more valuable your life becomes. Have you seen a man of God die before? And when it happens like that, it means that his funeral is going to be big. Because he's a man of God. And especially if it is somebody who is an international man of God, like they go out. Evangelists, those type of people, when they die, you should see their funerals. They are great. And it was all because of what? One spirit that dwelt in their lives. It was all because of what? One spirit that dwelt or that was in them. That was helping. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It was because of one, just one spirit. And it was not by their mind and not by their power, but it was by their spirit. The spirit that is in them was the one 
attracting you to the person. Because it is not the body that attracts, it's the spirit that attracts. That is why when your spirit is not compatible with somebody, you cannot be with that person. Am I making sense? If your spirit is not compatible with somebody, then meaning that you cannot be with that person. It means there is a certain boundary that is there. That may be is a bad thing. And that is why maybe your spirit is not compatible with it. Yes. Listen, in this time, in anything that you are coming to do from now to the end of your life, never use your mind for anything. Are you listening? Never use your mind for anything. Let God do it. He has all the mind and the power in this world. So if you want to take care of that, let him take care of it for you. Let him take care of it for you. There's no need to go around and to do anything. There's no need to go around and to do anything or to try to seem like you can do it. No, you can't. Some will say you never know until you try. There's that section. But in certain battles, you do understand. There are certain things that if you, don't, if you do not try, you don't know you can do it. If you don't try, you don't know that you can do it. Is it true? Is it, is it not true? For example, let's say the person at the back of the camera has not tried videography before. If he had not tried, would he have known how to do it? Or would he have known that he could do it? No. But he tried, did he not? Yes. But I'm saying that in certain battles, you should learn not to use, I mean, in certain situations, learn not to use your power. Absolutely, learn not to use your power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, so in this life, there are certain battles that you should never use your mind for. Now, that is what I did not understand. That's, what, that's one thing I did not understand. Till the month of, was it June? No, May. Because we left in what? The month of April. So it was May, yeah. I learned that all in the month of May. I learned that all in the month of May. Believe me, May was a month, a particular month that I just did not understand in my life. I was like, ah, but why is it that this May is so different? Because last year's May was not like that. So why is it that this one is so like something else? Why is it like this one is just like a whole new level? Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Why is it like a whole new level? But I, I decided not to even question the fact that it was like something beyond me. But I just decided to stay there and listen. 
to the word of God, to his will for me in that time. Do you understand what I'm saying? In anything that you do, or in any challenge that you are going through, first and foremost, seek the will of the Lord before you do it. It shouldn't be so. It shouldn't be so. It shouldn't be so that at the end of the day, the word of the Lord will be the last one. It should be so that at the end of the day, when all is said and done, when all is said and done, when all comes to light, The first thing that you seek was the word of the Lord. When all is said and done, and we are looking for history, one of the most greatest things to find out is that the first thing should be the will of the Lord that you seek. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So that is what it is. Basically, so today, today's message is never use your mind, never use your mind or your power. Why? I'm coming to get to that because we can see that from Zechariah, it actually did not avail to anything. It did not appeal to anything. But using your mind and your power is pointless. Why? Because we don't have as much power as the maker. When we come to the physical aspect, we are spirit human beings. Let us take note of that. We are the spirit human beings. So everything we do is basically spirit-related. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Everything we usually do is spirit-related. So notice something. Before somebody walks in a place, hmm? when you first go into a place, what is the first thing you do? You check if your spirit is compatible with where you are. If it is not compatible or you don't even need to be there, the only thing you do is what? You leave. Is that not what you do? If that's not what you do, then start doing it today. Because, number one, that is a path of success for you. That actually is a path of success for you. That actually is a path of success for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So when you learn to work more with your spirit, hmm, and you learn to go along with your spirit, not instincts. Listen, 
this thing it confuses a lot of people. What do you mean by instinct? What do you mean by instinct? Define what instincts are. I'm waiting. What do you mean by instincts? It is not instinct. It is your spirit that is speaking to you. When anything is about to happen or is bound to happen and you are able to identify before the time, it is the power of the spirit that is working. And you use power for the spirit? No! It is the spirit that is working in the realm of the spirit. So it's not using any physical power. It's not working by your mind or by your power. It's not what you do. But the spirit is working. Because every spirit has its own gifts and blessings. Every spirit has its own gifts and blessings. Are you excited to hear that? Every spirit has its own gifts and blessings. Every spirit, every spirit. No matter where it is located, in the air, in the land, in the sea, every spirit has its point or its location of blessing. There are certain things one person will do. It will not seem well or it will not look good. But somebody else may do it and it will look as perfect as though a professional did it. Now that professional we are talking about, he has also been blessed with what? He has also been blessed with what? A gift in his spirit. That is why he's able to do it. It is not because he went to school. It is not because of the night that he spent studying for the thing that he's now doing professionally. No, it is a gift. That is why when it gets to a certain stage in life, your parents ask you that, what do you want to do? Or what are you interested in doing? And that is where your spirit needs to take over you and tell them what you want to do. Any deputies to be an evangelist, to be a pastor, you tell them, and if they don't accept it, seek the word of the Lord. Don't, 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 listen, don't fight with them. See, when you take up such offices, when you take up such works, or when you take up such occupations or in fact let me remove the word occupation from there when you take up such offices in the realm of the spirit what actually happens is that everybody is after you everybody is trying to grab on you to bring you down especially in the starting of your ministry i've seen that thing before today somebody is smiling with you tomorrow they may talk you down Today, if somebody is supporting you, tomorrow they will say that your church is not growing, so they've stopped. And support can come in so many ways. I've seen such things right before my eyes before. So I know what it is like. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? So when you take out such offices or you take out such things, everybody is after you. And you know, when you tell most parents that you want to be an evangelist, you want to be a pastor, their mind is like, you are going into poverty. Their mind is like, oh, you're not going into a good thing. Their mind is like, but why would you want to take that upon all the great jobs that we have in this world? What job is greater than working for the Lord? It is a job without efforts. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's a job without efforts. See, if it is one thing that I can do over and over again, it's the fact that I can preach and it is by the, by the work, by the Spirit. I'm using physical strength. I repeat, I'm using physical strength to talk and bring out the words that are coming from my spirit. 
But the spirit, I'm not using any power. It's not taking effort. Man, that chat, okay. It's not taking any effort. All that it takes is reading the word, meditating on the word, and preparing to go and minister unto the saints. To minister to the brethren. That is what we mean by it is not by our minds. That is what every pastor means by it is not by our mind nor by our power but it is by the spirit of the holy ghost it is by the spirit of him that dwelleth on earth praise the lord am i getting somewhere with you or we are still standing at the same place do you, do you understand what i'm saying yes so don't think that is the uh, uh, is the work that i'm doing that is making me have all these things listen i didn't pay the person behind the camera if it is was if sorry if it is uh, if it was by my mind if it was by my mind imagine this i would have spent so much on the things that we have they're using a screen mm? we have a technical member at the back operating the camera they're using a laptop to bring to you all these things i'm seeing what i'm doing on the screen now if it were by my mind these things that i'm doing or these amount of things that we have here surrounded with us today the pictures that we take the things the, the videos that we edit if you really thought it was by my mind they got wrong it was by my uh, spirit if it were by my mind i would have paid more for that I would have paid for that because it is it was it was by my mind and it was by my power. When you use power, you end up accounting for it because it is materialistic. When you break something or you destroy something, do you not account for it? You do. So why not use something that does not break, that is eternal and that lasts forever? Why don't you use that one instead? Why instead? Go for something that you know can break at a certain point in time. Go for something that won't break. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't go for a materialistic thing. Go for something that will not break. That will stay there. Do you get it? That will stay there. It's by my spirits. Listen, I never planned for a technical team till this last week Thursday I never planned for it I've mostly told you before that it depends on the type of event and those who help if it's a huge event that's when most of the technical team members start coming but for a while they stopped and I, me, I'm the person who actually teaches them to do these things. So when I teach them to do that, they are, they are okay with it. They can do it with ease. They do it smoothly. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. They started not coming. So I had to find new people. But it was hard to find them. So there was a certain effectual heaven prayer and praise. And we were, you know, like praying. And we were praying for souls that whichever soul that comes into this church, 
Whichever soul dwells under my feet to help me in anything that I'm doing, whichever soul comes, whichever soul steps into these premises, blessed and anointed by the Lord Himself, will remain as a permanent soul in the Lavarina Church. And whatever they lay their hands on will be fruitful. That day, there was no time. I did not speak. That was the day, I think day 102 or 103 is when we had that um, effectual prayer, prayer and praise. Either one of those days, there was no tongue I did not speak. There was no mystery I did not speak. Thursday, God gave me a solution. He showed me an individual to go. I called the person so invested. I knew the person was like that. So invested. And has been serving me since Friday all the way to today. And has even brought another soul in the church. Hallelujah. Is that amazing? Now, do you think I would have gotten them if it weren't for my spirit that directed me to go to the person? Or you think I would have just been there and then I'd be like, what about this person? You'll go and the person will say no. No, I won't do it. But had I, I could say I prayed and the Lord directed me. Because he knows that he has already done something to the person. So that will make the person do what? To submit and to support the ministry. Are you there? So it's not like I just stood there like this. After eating bamboo and decided that who at all can I find for this? Aha, uh -huh, this guy. I'll go and say no. Then, then what do I do? I mean, so it's not by the, the, our might. Usually, at times, listen, God listens a lot to our prayer. Eh? Never let anyone tell you that God is not listening to your prayer, He listens a lot. It listens a lot. The only thing it takes in prayer is your mouth. The rest is the spirit. Are you conscious of that? The only thing it takes for in prayer, and the reason why I always advise you to pray, no matter what, is because of two things. It takes only your mouth, number one. And it takes... Please, today I'm not giving points. Make your own point at home. Because where I am in the street is far from me giving the points that I wrote. It's two things. It is by prayer. Sorry, it's by the mouth and the spirit. That's all. No efforts. Absolutely no efforts. No efforts. I mean, is it not just exciting to be in the presence of the Lord? Just to be there. It's exciting. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? When you do things by the Spirit, it's much more easy. All you need to do is do this. 
is go down on your knees like this. And then the, the rest or all that you are supposed to do is either you close your hand or you lift up your hand with intercession. The rest is for you to kneel down and use your mouth to declare prophecy. Which I told you is basic English language in future things. Do you understand what I'm saying? So all you have to do, just remain down there. Kneel down like this and then pray. It takes your mouth to declare prophecy, to declare future things of what you want to happen. Because if you don't declare that future things, how will it happen? You have to declare it. So you go down on your knees like this, like what you have seen on the screen. I'm currently on my knees, I'm not sitting down. I was sitting down before. I'm currently on my knees. All it takes for you is to simply go down on your knees like this. It takes nothing but just a sense of humility. Go down on your knees like this. And then use your mouth. Tell them Lord, I thank you and I praise you. And I believe that by the praise that I've given to you today, Mantala Gashata, Rigelisto, Onila Castafis, Oshitrista Mante, Eliso Sonda, Rande Presrep, Indostrolonte Kalada, Shaftile Gostoma. They are speaking mysteries. They are speaking grace. Do you understand what I'm saying? By the time you are done, you feel hungry. You know, one of the ways that you know you pray well is when you feel hungry after the prayer. <laughs> one of the ways you know you you pray very well is after it um, you know that ah, something is happening in the spirit. Like you feel lighter. When in fact, when you pray for long hours, like let's say three, four hours, one thing you tend to realize or one thing you tend to do is that it's like when you're done. Are free. By the time you are done, you realize that the time that you say you stop, you are praying. And especially when you are praying such prayers like for long hours, don't allow anything to distract you. That's the devil. You are praying. You are on prayer session. You are in prayer meeting. Then, no, you remember that you had to go and wash your feet. Hey, Kojo. How did you remember that? During prayer, your mind should be focused on the spirits. Nothing matters anymore when you are in prayer. The rest is the spirit's work. Your focus on the spirit. Once your vision and your sight is focused in the spirit, nothing can defeat you again. Because you are focused. You are just dead. You are speaking. 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 And as you are speaking, it's having an effect in the land of the living. Yes. So, usually when we pray, one of the things, when it comes to intercessory prayers, 
or when it comes to us praying in a certain way on a, in a certain level or we are praying concerning something you see it has a lot of effect that is why before wonderful events like this you need to take your time to pray before wonderful events like this you need to take your time to pray I know most of you if I don't declare prayer and fasting you will not pray I know most of you if we don't do effectual event prayer and praise if we don't do a lot prayer meeting if we don't do um, what other prayer events do we have in uh, if we don't do thanksgiving prayer most of you will not pray you will sit there and then you wait for God to give you a miracle before you start praying or you wait before something will fall down or something will break in your life before you start praying that's the absolute wrong way of serving God stop serving God like that because you know why he told them it's by his spirit you want to know another reason okay let me give you uh, the second point let me check how long I've been speaking for now well, I haven't spoken for long only 48 minutes I'm almost done <laughs> it's one hour each I usually preach on Sundays almost an hour depending on what I'm preaching but let me share with you another point number two the reason why God spoke to them like that in the book of Zechariah 4 verse 6 that it is not by their mind or by their power but it's by his spirit is because number two the spirit is the only way that you can communicate the spirit is the only way that you can communicate with the Lord in heaven do you understand what I'm saying the spirit is the only way that you can communicate with the Lord in heaven apart from this I don't know any other way if it is prayer you are doing pathology because at the end of the day when you pray what are you using is it not the spirit yes so at the end of the day when you are praying or whatever you do the reason why they say it is by the spirit by the spirit of God and not by might or by power but, but it is by the spirit is because that is the only way we communicate to God that is the only way we can get near him and know him for who we are So when they say, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, it means that that is the only way you can communicate with the Lord. Therefore, use only that. Use only that. So can you see how valuable this conference is becoming? Do you, do you understand? So it's taking you into a different dimension of thinking. Because some people are there, honestly. They, they, you know, certain prayers, people say that. It's not by my might, not by my power, but it is by the spirit. They are just saying it for saying it because every pastor says it. Every pastor says it. So they just think that it's something that, oh, everybody is saying it. So why shouldn't I say it? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Praise God. So learn how to a person learn how to be a person of the spirit number three i'm now giving you points by force <laughs> number three learn how to be a a, a a person of the spirit be involved with the spirit someone say be involved in the spirit be involved in the spirit remain involved in the spirit every day every day remain involved in the spirit Whatever you do, 
remain involved in the truth. Ever since the month of May, where I knew it is not by my mind nor by my power, I've never done anything. From that day, that was my last day, doing anything without listening to my story before I go ahead to do it. So when we had, when we were coming to have this conference, something was in my head, one foolish thought, saying something like, oh, um, don't do the conference. It's not, do it next month. And I said, no. We can't, we can't do it next month. Because next month we have more to do. Because usually when you come to the lab arena, last year, uh, last year August by this time, we had the, what do you call it? We had the Lender Blasphemy Conference. It wasn't like this. Do you people remember that conference very well? It wasn't like this. See, after all of this, I'm changing the videos on the countdown. Now there's more moving motion and stuff, so we will still have the countdown. Like, there's still photos that are too many. <laughs> there's still photos that are too many in the thing. Let's, let's, let's be serious. Let's change the thing. Amen. But that is beside the point. Learn to be a person of the Spirit. Don't do anything eh, without the Spirit. Ever since that month, when I heard that song, Count it all joy, even when it seems so hard to know that you never give you more than you can handle. Count it all joy, even when it seems so hard to know that he'll never, he'll never give you more than you can handle. Count it all joy, even when it seems so hard to know that he'll never, he will never give you more than you can handle. Count it all joy, even when it seems so hard to know that he'll never, he will never give you more than you can handle. Yes. So when I heard that, I counted it all and I said, no way. I'm not allowing the devil to talk to me again. I'm going to read the word of God. And that is what I did. And then I found out that, look, as I was reading the word, I found out that, look, you are doing things too much. You are fighting battles with your own power. Let God do it for you. So I, I knew there was a, a certain scripture like that. So I spent most of the night looking for the scripture and I came across it and I said, Ah, this is this what I was looking for. So when I counted it all joy, then I went into the word. So in order to understand the word, what do we use? Spirit. 
Because the Spirit of the Lord is the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. So be a person. Be an icon. In fact, change it. Don't make a person again. Be an icon of the Spirit. Number four. I don't know when I gave number one. But I'm going from number four. Be an icon of the Spirit. Are you there? Be an icon of the Spirit. Be an icon of the spirit. Listen to what I'm saying. Be an icon of the spirit. Be an icon of the spirit. To change you. To transform you. To renew you. To restore you. The spirit is what keeps us going. The spirit is why you actually keep waking up every morning. It is not because of basically... um, the air that you have, you can have air, eh? but if your spirit is not there, that air, that air is useless. You can have the air, but if you don't really have the spirit with you, or your spirit is not inside you, you can't have the ability to live or to move around. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So today I want you to understand one thing. I want you to understand one And this thing is to live according to and the direction of the spirits. Are you there? Live according and to and the direction of the spirits. Be a person of the spirit. Be an icon of the spirits. When it gets to the moment in time, when it gets to the point. When it gets to the point where you have to um, do anything, or when it gets to the point when the devil is actually seeking something for you to say, so that he knows that you are not in the spirit yet. So basically, you do not understand what he's doing. Because you know, funny enough, funny enough, eh, the devil tests us. To see where or in what mindset we are in. The fact that God knows everything, that doesn't mean Satan knows everything. Are you conscious of that? He only knows when you've committed a sin. But apart from that, he does not know, are you listening, when uh, you are thinking or what you do in your head. That's why the Bible says, be careful for nothing, but in all things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving are you there is it sinking mm, i finish saying my own be an icon of the spirits be an icon of the spirits continue to dwell in the things of the spirit never ever allow the devil to have a portion in your life where you can see any stupid thing and just run off. No. Let the devil know that you are a Christian. That is where your identity in Christ Jesus comes to be something of value. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Let's, and I repeat, let 
Your, allow yourself to be an icon of the Spirit. Of the Spirit that is in you. Because if you have the Spirit, nothing is impossible to you. Nothing is impossible to you. When you have the Spirit, nothing is impossible to you. Are you there? Are you there? So, learn to be the type of person that does things without effort. Learn to be the type of person that does things without effort. Do things without like a physical effort. Whereby ah, you look and you realize that ah, I'm doing this thing without effort. It should get to that point. Do you understand what I'm saying? Learn to do things without effort. In everything. When somebody insults you, when somebody wants to use, um, you know, something to disturb your life or to do anything, just watch the person. When they are done talking, they will go. Do you understand? When they are done talking, they will go. When they are done talking, they will go. And then the only thing that you should do from there on, you go and then you pray. That's all. Leave, and then you and make sure that in your prayer, you make sure God knows that that is what you are doing. Because he says, ask and it shall be given to you. He knows your mind, but he wants you to do what? To proclaim it. To make sure that it comes out of your mouth to know that that is really what you want. So if it comes out of your mouth, then he knows that, uh -huh, you know what you are talking about. Praise the Lord. So when you are praying and you want to use your spirit as a mode of a contact of anything, all that you need to do is that if, when you are praying, just make sure it is made known unto him that you are using your spirit and not your mind and your power. So one of the ways to do that is that you will say that, Father Lord, I leave everything in your hands. I leave everything unto you. In Jesus name amen that's all and the rest is done you do it for you you do it exceedingly abundantly above what we can ever ask or think for you so I hope I've convinced you today that don't do things by the spirits don't do things by the spirits hallelujah instead learn to let God lead you Do things by your spirits. An icon of the spirit. So as you are walking out of this conference or as you are walking out of this room today, declare that you are an icon of the spirit. Say, I am an icon of the spirit. I am an icon of the spirit. And whatever that I do in my life is led by the spirit. Glory to God. Stand to your feet at this moment in time. Stand to your feet. Wherever you are, begin to lift up begin to pray at this moment in time every hand lifted begin to declare that father let your will be done in my life let your spirit take over everything in the name of jesus christ 
every hand lifted. But stand the Rakra is don't brush it. Londo Rondo Lucos to Frista Halis can only can start fresh his order. Rantala the stone fresh shikete, less a tetki, a manu podiste, Rigabangu shiketosa, Lamande is on Pralashata, Kabondish Kabondi, Rigaba shikete, Liga Madosa, Lampra Sata, Rasha Katala Labande, Kalina Pralatiate. Oh, Father Lord, we thank you. We praise you and we worship your holy name. Your name is greatly to be praised among every nation. We believe that by this empowerment that you've continued to empower us, O oh Lord, great God of the heavens, by this empowerment that you've given unto us today, as Lord, we thank you and we praise your name. We believe and we know that you are God. You are God. You are the Lord whose name is the greatest, whose words never fail, and whose spirit leads us in all things. In truth and honesty, Father Lord, we thank you for the gift of your Son to bless us with the Spirit. Your name is worthy to be praised. I said, Your name is worthy to be praised. Take all the glory today, Lord. Take all the honor. The honor is yours. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you and may be seated in His glorious presence. Hallelujah.